Good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Benjamin Okoji, and um, I'm your host for Relationship. Hallelujah. Once again, I welcome everyone to the platform. Um, I want to first of all begin by um, giving my heartfelt apology for um, some weeks now. I've not posted a new message. Yeah, for some certain reasons. Yeah, but thank God that we're back online and then we'll be sharing and teaching continuously as God leads us. Hallelujah. Tonight, we're going to be starting a very wonderful and important series. And I trust God to open our eyes to see the truth and the light in this hallelujah and if you're listening to me right now i want you to just give god thanks say father i thank you for your word thank you for your grace thank you for your mercy thank you for your love be glorified you can pray in tongues pray in the spirit thank you father thank you father we're about to hear your word again you're about to feed of your word breathe upon us Breathe upon us the breath of the Spirit. Breathe upon us. Breathe upon us. Fresh wisdom and understanding to comprehend your word in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Now, we're going to be, because of time, with me. Now, in this first um, um, episode, I'm going to be laying a foundation for what we're going to be discussing for the coming weeks. Now, the topic that has been a burden in my heart for some time, the Holy Ghost has been breathing upon it and revealing to me is meditation. The power of meditation. The power of meditation. Now we're going to be looking at a few scriptures concerning this particular topic. The power of meditation. Hallelujah. I'm going to begin from Genesis chapter 1 and give you a background story. Now, we all know the creation story of how God, the Bible says in the beginning was the world and the world was God and the world was God and then so was it in the beginning with God and all. Now, he, God came into the world and the Bible says that the world was without form and it was void. Two things we see there, no form, no beauty and it was void, nothing good, there was nothingness, nothing good, nothing pleasant came out of it, it was all just there and to make it worse, there was darkness upon the face of the deep. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. So there was voidness and there was there was formlessness and then there was darkness. And the Bible told us how that the Spirit of God began to hover around the waters and began to brood over it. And then God spoke. Now, I want you to take note of something. That when God came, he saw. He didn't just start to speak. Okay, what? No. Did this come for that happen? No. God didn't just start to speak. God took his time. But God didn't tell us how many, how long. You see, when we read scriptures most times, we, we can't really pinpoint the times and the dates. We just randomly, hastily received the information. But see, when you check that scripture, you discover that the Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord began to hover around the waters. 
we know the creation story how that the bible said it lasted seven days which i don't want to go into that for now what the significance of that seven days mean now if you look at this the bible says the spirit of god began to hover around the waters and god took his time you see before god created he first imagined before he created he first took his time to think upon what he intended to do now thank you father god was not in a hurry to just create he took his time the holy ghost the spirit of the lord brewed over the waters he was imagining what should be what do i do with this what can we create everything began from god's conception his thoughts he thought about it he imagined it and then having imagined it having processed it in his own thoughts then he saw that the first thing that you create is light and then when i speak light forth then everything else can begin to come after it now we know that god created light and then on the fourth day we saw that he made the sun and the two great light the sun and the moon so the first light he created was not the sun it was light not the sun not the moon that light spoke of revelation illumination awareness now i wouldn't want to go into that but now we saw how that god took his time to begin to structure out what he would do now meditation is the process by which you become acquainted with a particular truth or reality that the process by which you become acquainted with a particular truth or reality anything a man would become is determined by his thought process and then the things he has been able to conform to in his mind that's why if you go through scriptures you will discover that there are a lot of scriptures that spoke about meditation we're going to look at just a few maybe two or three quickly and then we'll build upon this foundation in consequent topics now god began the creation of the world not from just coming to speak hastily which a lot of believers do at times they will just come and say things and say because we say it it will happen we all have we have we've been given power and authority in our tongue but you see before speaking and creating with words there has to be a force there has to be energy drawn from a certain force now it is through meditation you are able to tap into that force that you first begin to see a possibility and then you are conformed to the reality of that possibility and then when you speak your words become potent this was a strategy god used having took his time to brood over the waters he first began to imagine what he would do and having come to a conclusion to a reality of what he could create he began to speak now let's look at certain other instances the bible told us in the book of genesis how that abraham sat at the tent door in the evening and then he saw men approaching when angels came to destroy Sodom and gomorrah and the bible told us clearly there that abraham sat at the tent door in the evening what was abraham doing at that time how come he was able to recognize that these men were not normal people they were angels what brought his mind to that reality now in genesis 24 verse 3 i read it says and isaac went out to meditate in the field at the even tide what does this mean isaac normally goes out in the evening to meditate who was isaac abraham's son so it means this guy learned something from the father you see we can easily look at the success of abraham how that he became this and he became that but you see there is a strategy in the spirit by which we enter into certain realities before your life enters into a reality your mind must have entered it and this is only possible via the vehicle of meditation until you sit down 
and then begin to consciously meditate upon the truths of God's word, and then your mind is conformed to enter into that reality, you may not see that possibility in your life. Even if you're speaking it, it will just be mere words. The life force that powers your words must come from a premeditated power. There has to be a consciousness of a force. I have meditated upon it and I have seen the reality and the possibility of this, the workability of this thing in my mind. Even if others can't see it, I have seen it. So when you begin, that's why when you see a man who meditates a lot and then spends time consciously meditating on God, so when he speaks sometimes, the canal man might think he's stupid. What, what's he saying? What's, what's, is it even possible? Why is he just think, just um, wishing, wishful thinking? That's how they talk. But you see, Whoever is speaking has spent his time and then he has been able to catch a reality by the instrument of meditation. Through that process of thinking upon God's word, which meditation is, he has been able to catch a certain truth and that truth becomes his reality. So when he speaks, he's not speaking mere words. He's speaking from a conviction and that conviction is powered by his source. I believe we're catching something tonight. I believe we're catching something. Joshua 1 verse 8, the foundational scripture we also walk by. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then, for then, at that point, haven't spent your time meditating, giving yourself to these truths day and night. He didn't say morning sometimes when you feel like, no. You see, we are in a world where false information flies faster society feeds you with information family background nature whatever you see media feeds you with information but you see until you begin to separate yourself and sit down with god his word and begin to spend time meditating on the truth of god's word you may not find progress happening in your life it's not enough to just i'm praying because most people pray out of a religious consciousness or mindset oh prayer needs to be made until there is a meditation, until there is a thought process that shifts your consciousness from your predicament and situation onto the reality of what God has done, you may not see something working. A lot of believers know they are saved. A lot of believers know that Christ has died for them. They know there's grace. But they have not come to the consciousness of this truth. Why? They do not understand the power of meditation. Most times we just rejoice to one or two messages we hear here and there, maybe for our pastors or from someone preaches to us and we're happy with just excitement. But you see, a man who takes his time and then begins to sit down and meditate upon God. Now look at what he said here. Thou shalt meditate during day and night. It is after that reality has dawned on you, then instructions will follow. Then you now begin to see what to do and what not to do. He says, after this, then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Now get this. It didn't say God will begin to bless you. He said you will make your way. When your existence, your business, your relationship, your marriage, whatever issue you are involved in is powered by a certain revelation and truth and knowing. When you have come to see the reality of what you are doing, he says you will have the power to make things work. People might wonder, why are you going to this kind of business? Why are you trying to do this? Why are you doing that? Or do you think it will work? Society does not support this. This will not happen. There are a lot of negative thoughts, a lot of discouragement, and a lot of things coming. But you see, because you have meditated upon it, people may not see it, but you have been able to see the reality of these things in your consciousness, having spent time meditating on God and His abilities. He says, the power to make your way prosperous 
and have good success will be given. You see, as brief as this message would be, I want you to take your time to consciously follow. I will establish just one more scripture and I'll, I'll round up. It says, in Psalm 1 verse 2, Psalm chapter 1 verse 2, it says, from the first verse, it says, Blessed is the man that standeth not in the, uh, that, that seated under the seat of your, um, um, how, how do you put that scripture now? Let me, let me, let me read straight. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the comfort. Verse 2, he said, But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. He meditates on the law, the words of God, day and night. What is the result of this meditation? Verse 3, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. It is a thing to work at times and not work at times. Mm. When you have come to the consciousness and the reality of what God is capable of doing, of the prophecies that he has spoken concerning you, the things he has told you, the things that you have been able to walk into through the process of meditating, he says, this man will become like a tree planted by the rivers of water. He bringeth forth fruits in his season. His leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Now, this is the psalmist David speaking. Same thing that was told to Joshua in Joshua 1 verse 8. You see, I want us to take out our time and then begin to meditate. I trust you've gotten something from this. Take out your time and meditate. Meditate. Sit down with God's word. Forget about opinions of men. Forget about what people are saying. Forget about family background. Forget about what society is saying. Sit down with God's word and begin to meditate. And begin to see the possibilities of the things that God can do. It may take you a, a day or two or three or a week or a month. or a, Spend that time. Pay that price to meditate. Come to the consciousness of what God can do and will do through you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. I'm going to round up now. And I pray that the Lord will help us to begin to spend our time meditating. It is a responsibility you must take upon yourself. We would, we would, we would, we would, we would, we would continue in this line in the few, next few weeks. But I want you to take our time. Draft out a time where you sit down and then you begin to think upon the word of God. And then you begin to transform your thought process that it aligns with the truth of God's word. And I trust that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for everyone that your grace will be poured out upon us. That your mercy will speak at all times in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you once again for following online. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. Thank you for the sacrifice. God bless you. Once again, I'm Pastor Ben Okoje, your host for Relief Sonship. Thank you.